Come to your comfortable cross-legged seated position, maybe up on some padding. Close your eyes, settle in, invite yourself into this room, into your body, and onto your mat for the next 90 or so minutes. Palms on the thighs. Soften the muscles of your face, relax your expression. Everyone lift into your armpits as you rise your shoulders up towards your ears, emphasizing the length of the sides of your body from your outer hips to your armpits. And then keep the armpits lifted and loop your shoulder blades onto the back of your chest. Draw them in. So feel the strength of your upper back as those muscles shorten and flex. And notice the broadening and lifting of your chest and heart. Now allow your shoulder blades to ease down the back side of your chest again as your armpits continue to lift. Allow your forearms to be heavy, fingers and palms to be soft. Tilt your chin so it is parallel to the floor and then draw the sides of your neck back. You want to align the center of your head over the center of your heart over the center of your pelvis. So as your legs release, sits bones settle, lift along the back of your skull and rise through the crown of your head. Find your breath. Breathe in and out through your nostrils. And try to smooth out your breathing. So an even pace as you inhale. And as you exhale, begin Ujjayi Pranayama by drawing in a gentle contraction at the back of your throat. And then listen for the sound of your own breath. flow of your breath like ocean waves. Building and receding. Keep the mind with the breath, and when or if you notice it beginning to wander, just without frustration, invite it back. You can focus again on the sound of your breathing, the sensation of the breath in the body, the sensation of air entering and leaving through your nostrils. None of those things are holding your attention. You can begin to count the breath. Possibly choose a number. Maybe five is a good start. You might build up even to a 20 count for the duration of your inhalation. 
And this morning you might try to match that number with the duration of your exhale. interested in doing breath work outside of this class you might start to experiment with different ratios a very common ratio for breathing is one to two so you pick that number for your inhalation and try to double that number with your exhalation is a great tool for bringing our minds in communion with our bodies and also bringing our minds into the present moment. Inhale and exhale three more times together, and I'll give you a slow count of five for each inhale and exhale. Empty your lungs, and we'll begin to inhale for one, two, three, four, five. Fill your lungs front and back, hold at the top, and then with control, exhale for five, four, three, two, and one. Again, together. One, two, three, four, five. Sip any additional air in at the top of your lungs. Hold and control. Five, four, three, two, one. Last breath together. Inhale. One, two, three, four, five, fill and hold at the top, biggest breath in, and then with control, five, four, three, two, one, hold out, engage Mula Bandha, root lock, and then let it go, resume your breath as you draw your palms together in front of your heart. <coughs> Press your palms lightly in as you broaden out through your elbows and across your collarbones. We'll chant OM three times to invoke the moving practice. Exhale your breath and inhale for OM.
thighs, and then begin to lift your head as you open your eyes. We're going to remain seated. Simply switch the cross of your legs, bring the opposite ankle on top. And take your right hand behind your right hip, cross your left hand to your right thigh. Stay rooted through both sits bones as you grow tall through your spine. Broad across your chest, and as you exhale, begin to revolve from bottom to top, left to right. Keep your head over your heart, heart over the center of your pelvis, extending down through the sits bones, rising up through the crown of the head, and staying broad across the chest. Soften your face, keep your chin parallel to the floor, and explore the posture with breath. Each inhale, find more space, more length along the spine. Each exhale, can you revolve any little bit deeper into that space you've created, wringing yourself out like a sponge. And inhale, face your chest over your right thigh and begin to walk your arms forward to fold over your right thigh. So your upper body is at an angle to the right. Reach through all ten fingertips and release your forehead towards the leg, towards the earth. Draw your left sits sits bone and outer hip back and down. Try to keep the left side of the seat grounded. And then notice what you feel. Maybe the left hip, maybe the left... um, the left side of the body along the ribs or in the shoulder. Revolve the left ribs towards the right inner thigh. Keep the breath deep. Mind with the breath, mind with the body. And slowly walk your hands back towards your hips to come back to seated. Okay, left hand behind the left hip, right hand crosses to left thigh. Inhale to grow tall and exhale to begin to revolve. So again, think about the revolution of the uh, spine uh, starting from the low belly, moving the right side of the belly to the left side of the body, and then moving through the ribs, the chest, the middle and upper back, and eventually into the neck as you take your gaze over your left shoulder. So again, use your breath to grow the pose, and notice where your body is experiencing this um, shape the most. And then how can you accentuate that, that experience? chest over your left leg and begin to walk your arms at that angle to the left. Reach through your fingers, broaden through your palms, and let your forehead sink towards the leg or towards the earth. Draw your right outer hip back and down. Try to keep the right side of the seat grounded. 
And then again, notice where your body is experiencing this shape most acutely and try to send attention, awareness, breath into that space. So rather than serving the postures, allow, um, allow this shape to be um, a way for you to get more intimate with your own body. Adding, uncross the legs, bring your knees together, tuck your toes under, and then sit back on your heels. So this can be very um, sensational. So uh, if this is too much for your feet immediately, you can uh, come to sit on the heels and flatten the feet, or whenever you're ready to do that, you can. Uh, if you need to, you can place a blanket between the hips and heels. So take your strap, hold the strap, shoulder width distance apart, out in front of you. Inhale, sweep the strap overhead, and as you exhale, widen the hand as much as you need to to pull the strap down behind your back slowly. Rolling the shoulders back. And inhale to lift the strap. <coughs> Exhale to roll the shoulders back once more. So as you uh, move through this, draw your lower ribs in and back. So keep your low back long. Don't allow the lower ribs to jut forward as they'll want to do. And you can pay a little extra attention to one side or the other if one shoulder is noticeably tighter or has less mobility, you can straighten the elbow of the opposite arm and maybe hold the uh, tighter arm straight for a beat or two. So again, listen to your body and then adjust the instructions accordingly. So become your own best teacher, the expert of your own body. One more breath. Place the strap off to one side and come forward into a tabletop position. Um, if you want, you can kind of slap the feet out <laughs> before placing or tucking the toes back under. Place your wrist below your shoulders, spread your fingers and palms as we begin our cat and cows from a tabletop shape. Inhale, belly and chest move down as tailbone and gaze lift. So we're not going straight into the flow. Let's hold here in cow pose. So feel the contraction of the back muscles, shoulder blades drawing in at the back of the heart, uh, tailbone tucking up as the hips move towards the shoulders, shoulders move towards the hips. 
And now move to cast. Tuck the tailbone and your chin and draw your belly button towards the ceiling. So now contracting the muscles along the front of the body to open up along the backside. Broaden the shoulders apart. Feel more and more space between each vertebra along the backside of your spine. And then let's move with the breath. Inhale to cow. And exhale back to cat. And back to a neutral spine. Walk your knees back about six inches and then widen your knees apart, maybe three inches. Grab the outside edges of your mat as we prepare for how I like to do puppy dog pose. Press the outer edges of your mat away from your knees as you roll your inner thighs back and apart and tilt your tailbone high into the air. Melt your chin and chest towards the floor. So maybe your chin gets down there someday. Maybe some days or someday your sternum touches down. Shoulders out of the ears. So shoulder blades push towards the hips. Feel them contract at the upper back. Push the mat away. As you roll your inner thighs skyward, feel that broadening across the back side of your pelvis, blossoming the butt. And again, breathe here. Pay attention to your body in this shape. Draw your awareness where your body is calling for attention. And now let's slide all the way forward onto our bellies. Chin on the floor, arms at your sides. Point the right toes towards the back of the room and relax the left heel out to the left side of the room. So left leg can be soft here. Now tone the right leg so that as you point back through the toes, the top of the kneecap lifts away from the floor before you even lift the foot. Now with that long, strong right leg, begin to lift the foot and the lower thigh, middle thigh up away from the floor, keeping the, right front, the front of the right hip on the floor. Lift and lengthen, gradually lifting the leg higher as you tighten the muscles along the back of the leg and the lower back strengthens. And now release the right leg completely. Heel can widen out to the right. And then left toes extend. Flex the muscles of the left leg so that the left knee starts to lift away from the floor before the foot even starts to lift. And now with the leg straight and strong begin to lift the left leg. Taking off slowly 
lift through your left inner thigh and just very slightly think about the left outer hip moving towards the floor as the inner thigh lifts the leg and then let that go. Both heels can widen for a moment to relax both legs and now all ten toes point towards the back wall. Top of the feet press down and the kneecaps lift up with the engagement of the thighs. Interlace your fingers at your low back. Wrap your elbows towards the ceiling and then draw them in towards one another. Again, pulling the shoulder blades onto the upper back. And now slowly, as you inhale, start to lift your chin and chest as you straighten your arms, pull your wrists towards one another and reach your knuckles towards your heels. Keep the feet grounded. Press the tops of the feet down, lift the kneecaps up, press the front of the pelvis down, inhale, shoulder blades on the back, heart lifts, leads the way, and then exhale, let it go. Shoulders roll forward, left cheek on the floor, arms at your sides, big toes touch, heels widen apart, head heavy, neck soft. Be present with this posture of release. Allow the earth to hold you here and release into that support. Okay, one more time. Shin on the floor, point the toes. This time squeeze the inner legs together. Base the big toes maybe even inner heels touch. So tops of the feet press down, kneecaps already begin to lift. Press the front of the pelvis into the earth as you extend your tailbone towards your heels. Interlace your fingers behind the back with the opposite thumb in front, if you can figure that out. Wrap your elbows towards the sky, lift the heads of your arm bones away from the floor as your shoulder blades strengthen onto the back of your chest. Now with an inhale, slowly chin and chest lift, arms extend, knuckles reach towards the heels as the feet begin to lift away from the floor. Slowly, gradually strengthening the back body to lift the front body. Shoulder blades strongly on the back. Legs squeeze together, point through the toes, lift the thighs, lift the heart, maybe curl the gaze towards the ceiling. And then exhale, let it go. Right cheek lands to the floor, shoulders forward, arms at your sides, big toes touch, heels wide apart, head is heavy, neck is soft. Come back to your breath, deep, slow breathing. Each breath deeper and slower than the previous. Then show on the floor, tuck your toes. Bring your wrists in line with your low ribs and then send your hips all the way back to your heels. Let's uh, meet in child's pose. Arms extended forward, toes tucked under, forehead releases towards the floor. Try to lift your outer armpits away from the earth as you move your shoulders out of your ears. 
root through the knuckles of your fingers, especially the index finger and thumb, and claw <coughs> your fingerprints into the floor. <coughs> Now push the hips up and back and move into downward facing dog. For some reason, I'm not, not recalling quite why, my calves are really tight today, so I'm gonna spend a little bit of time talking you through the dog walking. So bend your left knee and reach your right heel towards the floor. So as you extend your right heel down towards the floor, try to lift along the front side of the right leg. So right knee moves up towards the right hip and try to diminish the creases at the front of your right ankle. And then you can do a couple of different things here. You can move the weight of the posture from the inside of the right foot to the outside of the foot. You can sway the hips a little bit side to side. Just notice how the difference uh, by slightly moving the uh, weight distribution of the posture around, you can start to feel different muscles along the back of the right leg. So notice where you're feeling, what you're feeling, how to either move away from that if it's too much or to accentuate it if it feels like it's starting to uh, do some good. And then let's move to the left side. So bend the right knee, keep the now straighten the left leg, press the hands down and forward, lift the hips up and back. And again, as the heel extends towards the floor, lift along the front side of the left leg. So the kneecap pulls up towards the front of the hip as the front of the hip moves up and presses towards the wall behind you. And again, you can shift the hips side to side. You can shift weight emphasis from the inside of the right foot, the base of the big toe to the base of the little toe. And then let's move our dog to stillness, so evenness. Both heels reach down, both hips lift up, both hip uh, yeah, both hips lift up and push back. And even see about trying to lift the toes for a second. So as you root through the knuckles of the toes, lift into the toes themselves. And back to your regular dog. So toes can put, release down, hands press down and forward, hips lift up and back. And then with an inhale, simply lift the right leg up, three-legged dog, look forward and exhale lunge that right foot between your hands. Lift up onto tented fingers on either side of your right foot, and then melt the hips down and forward till the right thigh is parallel to the floor, knee is over the ankle. Pull your chest forward, draw your shoulders back, and with the hips remaining heavy, try to lift into the left inner thigh. Straight and strong back leg. Soften the expression of your face, and allow your attention to move into the hips and the thighs, the psoas. Extend through both legs as you continue to grip the floor, grip your mat with both feet, drawing them towards one another. And from here, keep the legs as they are, left palm to the floor, right hand to your thigh. Push your palm into your thigh as you revolve your left ribs towards your right inner thigh and stack your right shoulder on top of your left. If you like, right arm can move to the sky. 
try to lift weight out of the left wrist and push it, push it back through the knuckles. Redistribute the weight of your left hand. Lift through your back inner thigh. And then look down, hand down, press back, downward facing dog. Now, inhale to lift the left leg. And exhale to lunge the left foot forward between your hands. So long stride. Lift onto fingertips on either side of your left foot. Melt your hips down and forward till the left thigh is parallel. Knee over ankle. Heart draws forward. Shoulders draw back. And now right thigh lifts away from the floor. Lift through the inner thigh. Think about, again, the outer hip moving slightly gently down. Reach through that back heel. And again, breathe. Bring your mind down into those hips. Extend through both legs as you grip the mat with both feet and pull towards the middle line. Right palm to the floor, left hand to the thigh. Press the palm into the thigh as you revolve the right ribs toward your left inner thigh and stack the left shoulder on top of your right. Again, if you'd like, extend the left arm skyward. And press down through the knuckles of the left hand as you lift into the wrist, lift into the armpit. Gaze might turn up towards the ceiling. And don't forget that back thigh. Lift the back inner thigh. And then look down, hand down, press back, downward facing dog. And we got to do our push-ups. Inhale, come forward into plank. Exhale, lower down with control, possibly coming to your knees. Inhale, press up. Exhale back, either child's pose if you're on your knees or down dog if not. One. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back two. Three more first set. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back three. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back four. Last one. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back five. Inhale, right leg lifts once more. Look forward and exhale. Lunge the right foot between the hands. This time, lower the left knee to the floor. And if uh, that feels bad, you can put a blanket underneath the knee or you can fold up your mat to double it. Give that knee some padding. Scissor the front foot back, scissor the back knee forward. So again, hug to that center line. And then bring your hands to your front thigh, interlace the fingers, press the elbows straight as you lift your chest up. Draw your lower ribs in and back, lengthen the tailbone down as your chest lifts higher. And then begin to melt the right hip towards the right heel as you continue to scissor your front foot back, your back knee forward. Moving into the psoas on the left side, keeping the rib cage, moving in and back, chest lifting up. Interlace your fingers at your low back, pull your elbows in towards one another. And then with your inhale, straighten your elbows, lift your heart as you release your knuckles towards the earth. Melt through the hips, rise through the heart. 
Keep the back of the neck long as you tilt the tops of the ears back. And then release the hands, roll the shoulders forward, hands frame the front foot. And then step the right foot to the right a couple of inches. Bring both hands to the inside of the right leg. Hug your right leg into your right arm. Tuck your back toes under and lift your back leg up. Either choose to stay here or if it's available, bring your right forearm to the floor. If your right forearm is down, left forearm to the floor. Continue to hug your right shoulder and right arm together or right shoulder, right leg towards your right shoulder. Lift through the back inner thigh. Hips can start to feel heavy, but the back inner thigh stays light. Shoulders out of the ears. Continue to breathe. Soften the edges of your mouth. Instead of... Um, turn, your ex- turn your exploration inward. So rather than thinking about the, what the shape looks like, what does the shape feel like? And then right knee to the, left knee to the floor, walk your hands back, and then once again, press back, downward facing dog. Walk your dog for a moment to move blood flow back through both legs, all through the muscles, press the hands down and forward, lift the hips up and back with another inhale, left leg lifts, look forward and lunge the left foot forward between the hands. Melt the right knee to the floor again, pad as necessary. Scissor the legs together, right knee pulls forward, left heel draws back, interlace the fingers at the left thigh. Press the elbows straight as you lift your chest up, draw your lower ribs in and back. Scissor left foot back, right foot forward, and then melt your hips down and forward. Keeping that draw in as you extend out. Pay attention to your back inner thigh. So back inner thigh moving towards the wall behind you and even pulling slightly to the right as your right outer hip wraps towards the front of your mat. Again, interlace your fingers at your low back. If you can figure it out, opposite thumb comes in front. Elbows back and in. Shoulder blades on the back of the chest. Straighten the elbows, reach the knuckles down, turn the gaze up, keep the back of your neck long as you tilt your chin skyward, tilt the tops of your ears towards the earth. Hips are heavy, melting down and forward as you continue to scissor the legs together. Each inhale, inflate the chest, each exhale, sink the hips. And then hands to either side of the front foot. Walk the left foot to the left an inch or two. Both hands to the inside of the leg. I'm coming down onto my palms here, so you can do that too if you like. Uh, Draw your left leg towards your left shoulder. Tuck the back toes under and lift through your back inner thigh. So even either stay here with the hips sinking down and forward. The... um, Left leg pulling in towards the left shoulder and the arm straight or you can come down onto your left forearm and then your right forearm and you can bring your palms to prayer, interlace your fingers, lift through the back inner thigh, hug the 
hot the left leg towards the left shoulder. So hug towards the middle. Try to soften again the expression on your face, the edges of your mouth. Stay with another breath here. And then plant the hands, send the left leg back, downward facing dog. Press hands down and forward, lift hips up and back, melt your head, melt your heart, and inhale to come forward. Second set of five push-ups. Exhale, lower down, possibly coming to your knees. Inhale, press up. Exhale, down dog or child's pose. Inhale forward, exhale lower. Inhale, press, exhale, back two. Inhale, forward, exhale, lower. Inhale, press, exhale, back three, two more. Inhale, forward, exhale, lower. Inhale, press, exhale, back. Last one, best one. Inhale, forward, exhale, lower. Inhale, press, exhale, back. Downward facing dog. Root through the knuckles, press down and forward with the hands, lift up and back with the uh, hips. Kneecaps lift, heels release down, and then walk your feet slowly forward. Small little steps, pressing the heel to the earth with each step. Pressing the, um, the hips up and back, swaying the hips from side to side with each step. Take your time getting to the top. This is certainly about the journey rather than the destination. Okay. But eventually, you do want to get to the top. So <laughs> when you get there, place your feet hip width distance apart. Lift and spread your toes. Create that wide base with the feet. Bend the knees. Place the torso on your thighs and come into your ragdoll shape. Hold opposite forearms or opposite biceps as you allow the upper body to hang forward. So notice here uh, the distribution of weight in the feet, even between left and right, even between inner and outer foot, but let more of the weight shift forward in the feet to the knuckles of the toes. The heels can be a little lighter here as the hips rise higher. You can make little movements here. Head can nod yes and no. Elbows can swing from side to side. I always like to mention this opportunity to walk the ribs down the thighs. And then eventually find your way to stillness in this shape. How much can you release to gravity? really um, utilizing the strength of the legs to let the upper body let go here. Can you allow the arms and the head to release to gravity to find more space in the shoulders, more space along the neck, the vertebra of the upper back and lower back, 
couple more breaths to release even more completely. So allow the pose to grow with time and breath. And now fingertips to the floor. All ten fingertips touch down on the floor in front of you. So keep your knees bent as much as you need to to keep that connection between fingertips and floor. And then start to experiment with lifting the hips higher. So maybe eventually you'll come to straight legs here, but don't rush it. Again, weight is shifting forward in the feet. Lift the kneecaps. Engage the thighs as the hips draw higher. Then keep the legs and hips just as they are. Bring your palms to your shins. Straighten your arms as you extend your heart forward. Again, pull your shoulder blades together on the back. And then exhale, fold. Two more times, just like that. Inhale, lift halfway. And exhale, fold fully forward. Inhale once more. Keep the legs and hips steady. And exhale, fold. Now with your next inhale, sweep your arms out, up, and overhead. Rise all the way to standing as you shift weight towards your heels. Lift your kneecaps up, arms overhead. Look up as your palms come to touch. And then exhale to bring your arms down by your sides. Let's breathe here. Inhale, arms sweep up, look up, reach up. Stay rooted through the heels. Exhale, arms at your sides. Inhale one more time. Left arm stays where it is, right hand comes to the right hip, exhale, lean to the right, root through your left hip, draw your right shoulder slightly forward, take your gaze up beyond your left triceps, continue to breathe here, press the hips to the left as you reach to the right, and then slide your right arm down the outside of your right leg to go deeper. If that's painful for the low back, keep the hand supported on the hip. And then inhale through center. Take your right arm along your right ear. Another inhale. When you have it, grow tall. And then exhale. Push the hips to the right. Lean the upper body straight to the left. Keep the kneecaps lifted. Right heel especially rooted. Left shoulder draws forward. Gaze turns up beyond the right tricep. And breathe. Soften the edges of your mouth. Breathe along your right side. And if you'd like, slide the left arm down the outside of the left leg. And then inhale to center. Arms overhead. And then exhale. Fold forward. Sweep the arms out and down. Fingertips to the floor in front of you. Release your head. Inhale, palms to shins, lift halfway. Exhale to fold, hips high, head low. Inhale to rise all the way, arms overhead. And exhale, arms at your sides. Bring your feet together. Inhale, sweep the arms overhead. And exhale, wrap your right arm underneath your left, high above the elbows, wrap the arms, forearms wrap. If you can, bring palms together, fingertips pointing towards the ceiling. If you cannot bring palms together, grab shoulders. Elbows draw towards the earth as your chest continues to lift. Sit down into your bar stool. Weight in the heels. Shift weight to your left foot as your right leg lifts high over your left. 
the higher you can lift the leg, the more you, room you have to cross or wrap the right foot behind the left ankle. If that's not happening, either point the toes, you can even bring the pointed toes to the floor like the kickstand of a bike for balance. Elbows pull down, chest lifts up. If the foot is wrapped around the left ankle, shift the knees to the right, aligning wrists, elbows, knees and ankles at the center line of your posture. Elbows draw down, chest lifts up and back as you take a deeper seat into your hips. Five, four, three, two, and one. Unwrap the arms, unwrap the legs, sweep up, look up, and then exhale, left arm underneath the right. Wrap the arms, second side, bring palms together or grab shoulders, chest lifts as elbows pull down, wrap the arms Tightly. Sit down into your bar stool. Weight in the right leg, left leg lifts. High up over the right. The higher you can lift the leg, more space you'll have to wrap the left foot behind the right ankle in time if the foot is wrapped. Shift knees to the left. Wrap arms and legs tightly, opening up the joints. Sit the hips low, lift your chest up and draw it back. Find a point to focus your gaze. Soft eyes, soft expression. Release the edges of your mouth for five four, three, two, and one. Unwrap, sweep up, reach up, feet together, look up, and then exhale, fold fully forward, fingertips to the floor, head releases, hips high. Inhale, palms to shins, lift, and exhale, fold. Inhale, rise with the breath, and exhale, palms come to heart center. Again, inhale, rise, and exhale, fold. Inhale, lift halfway, exhale, fold. Inhale, rise, exhale, palms come to heart center, close your eyes for a moment. Shoulder blades roll down the back side of your chest. Lift your heart, tilt your chin parallel to the floor. Lift along the back of your neck towards the sky. And then just check in with your body, check in with your breath. Slow down your breathing, each breath slower and deeper than the previous. your eyes, release your arms, and if you need a wall for a um, handstand, or headstand, um, find a bit of wall space. Um, just going to go straight forward. I feel like everybody here is uh, adept at this pose. I'll give you a little instruction. I'm uh, not going to go overboard with instruction. Karen, do you want to use this one? Okay. Okay. Um, and then uh, it might be nice to pad your head with a blanket for this pose. So when you're ready, if you're using the wall, interlace your fingers about uh, four inches from the wall, I think is a good gauge. Leave some space between your, the heels of your hands, like you're cupping a, a chicken egg between your wrists. Plant your elbows below your shoulders, no wider, no narrower. 
melt your heart towards the floor so that the shoulder blades one, once again draw together at the back of your heart. Pull your shoulders away from your ears. Draw your lower ribs in and back so your lower spine lengthens. Tuck your toes under and lift your hips up so that you're in a dolphin pose. So forearms down, hips lifted. And then with your gaze between your hands, start to walk your feet forward at any amount that you can before your shoulders want to go before your, in front of your elbows. So keep your shoulders over your elbows, tilt your chin towards your chest, and then let up on your uh, shoulders a little bit so you can land the back of your head between the heels of your hands, crown of your head coming to the floor. Press down through your forearms, press down through the top of your head, walk your feet in, and then one at a time, bring the heel to the hips, and then kick your hips to the wall, legs up the wall, tilt your tailbone towards your heels, squeeze your legs together, and then as you press, continue to press down through your forearms, press down through the crown of your head, experiment with bringing your legs away from the wall. So I, I don't know, I found over time that um, I prefer to be more towards my, um, my forehead in this pose than the top of my head. You look good, Karen. You feel good? Mm -hmm. okay. You guys look awesome. Very nice. Okay, we'll stay up here for another minute or two. Keep the legs toning together, shoulders out of your ears, tailbone towards the floor, tailbone towards the ceiling. And then if you are familiar with any variations of this, you might try them. You could do konasana, feet can come together, knees can widen apart, or you can take one leg forward and one leg back. For reversing, you can take the legs wide apart, lots of different things you can do. So if you're feeling it today, you can take this time to experiment. And then when you are ready, if you're using the wall, bring your hips and feet to the wall. And then come down one leg at a time. And then whenever you come down from a headstand, take a minute to uh, rest in child's pose. So knees together. Sit the hips back towards the heels, forehead releases towards the earth, and you can either extend the arms out in front or re relax the arms back by your sides. So choose, choose your uh, variation of child's pose. And we're just taking some time to uh, reorient the, the body here. So an inversion brings the... Um, reverses the <laughs> poles of the body, so the hips come over the heart, the heart comes over the head, and this is kind of a very gentle inversion in child's pose where the head is below the heart.
As you're ready, come back up and we'll meet once more in downward facing dog. So you can move your mats back to their original position in the room. And when you're ready, press back, downward facing dog. And with an inhale, lift the right leg straight up and back. So we'll take a moment here in three-legged dog. Get even weight distribution in the hands. Lift through the thigh of the back leg and try to release the heel of the standing leg towards the floor as you lift along the top or the front of that, that uh, rooted leg. Lift the right leg any higher and then look forward and lunge the right foot forward. Release the left knee to the earth, flex the right foot, and we're going to set up for pigeon. So walk the right foot over to the left, and to really get this pose intense, you're going to uh, try to get the shin parallel to the top of the mat. So if that is too much, even with props, you can start to pull the left heel towards the right heel towards the left hip. So props can be underneath the right hip or in front of both the left hip and underneath the right hip. You want your hips to stay at an even height here. So the tendency will be for the right hip to take all of the weight here. You want to try to lift the right hip to the height of the left hip. To go deeper into the hips, you can walk the left leg back any bit, but everybody look back at the left leg and make sure it's trapping straight back and not out to the left. Either tuck the back toes or press the top of the back foot into the floor. Walk the hands back towards the hips. Tilt your tailbone down as you lift your chest up to lengthen the front side of your torso before slowly beginning to walk the upper body forward. You may come down onto forearms or eventually you might like to lay the whole front of the chest down onto the floor, reaching your arms forward. So don't go beyond where you need to be today. Um, so find a way to release or relax in the upper body and bring your awareness down into the right hip. So this is a good place to, um, <laughs> to set boundaries and to establish your, um, your edge or to identify your edge. So one good way of kind of figuring out the edge is if it's um, painful, if it's something that is pulsing pain or, you know, <laughs> it's funny that we don't really understand, we don't really know, um, I, don't, I don't know good language for um, telling you when to stop. Um, something you need to gauge on your own and I've, I've noticed or I've experienced through yoga that sometimes I do go beyond my edge or I have gone beyond my edge and um, you know made unnecessary pain in my body that uh, could have been prevented but that was also my choice so your practice is your choice if you find pain and you um, want to go towards pain and suffer the consequences of that. <laughs> that, that could be your journey. Um, but I, I suggest that uh, you might not want it. you might want to avoid that. But go to a place where you feel something. Go to a place where you can be with your body in this shape. 
Again, not thinking about the servicing the shape, servicing the idea of what this pose should look like, but using this shape, your body in this pose, to service yourself, to um, become more intimate with the experience of your body, maybe heal your body, unblock things that are blocked, give yourself more space. So keep breathing here. Maybe you go deeper, maybe you back off from the depth you were at. Whatever you do, try to stay present with, with whatever you're doing. And that just might be conscious breath. Couple more breaths here. Try to fill, 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 feel full inside with each inhale and then exhale, release, let it go, surrender. Walk your hands back, send the right leg back into downward facing dog. Walk your dog. Feel blood circulate back through the right leg, the right hip. Before we move on to side two. Inhale, left leg lifts. And again, we're going to hold it here for a moment. Press the hands down and forward evenly. Release the head and chest forward. Lift through the back inner thigh. And then think about that right leg for a moment. Lift along the front side of the leg as the heel releases towards the floor. Look forward and then lunge. Right knee to the floor and heel toe the left foot to the right. Then flex the foot. So pull the toenails back. Roll to the outer edge of the left foot as the knee widens to the left. And then again, the tendency is going to be for that left hip to fall to the floor. So keep the left outer hip lifting up. Lift through the back inner thigh of the right leg. Make sure the right leg is tracking straight back, not out to the right. And choose the foot either tucked or pointed. Then square your chest forward, lift up onto fingertips. Walk the hands back, curl the chest up. Lengthen along the front of your torso and then begin to drape that length forward. Coming onto forearms or arms straight ahead, using fists or a block to support the head, releasing forward. And again, find your pose somewhere where you can <laughs> feel your left outer hip. So I think that that's where it's going to be for most of us. Maybe... Um, Maybe someone with very open hips is going to start to feel this elsewhere. But, you know, find a shape that helps you to unlock something in your body. To be with something new.
when I have gone longer periods without uh, without practicing yoga, and then I come back to it, and um, there is just so much <laughs> to uh, come back to. There's so much. It feels like I've just ignored so much that's going on in my body that um, I'm personally... Uh, very prone to feeling guilty. So that's that's a place where I go with it when I haven't practiced yoga. But um, a better place to go might be gratitude that I do have this practice to come back to and at least everybody in the room here still is able to, you know, get in some version of these shapes to continue this exploration, continue this opening, you know, to continue this communion with this body that can do so much for us. And maybe through the practice we can still find more. few more breaths here. Again, think of that filling, that drawing in with each inhale and the surrender of each exhale. When you're ready, find your way back to downward facing dog. Hands down and forward, hips up and back. And once again, with an inhale, lift the right leg, look forward, lunge forward. Release the left knee down, have the knee. And we'll see how this goes. Look back at your uh, left leg over your left shoulder. Point your left toes and bend your left knee. Reach back for the inside of the foot with the left hand. Scissor the legs together. Melt the hips down and forward. Press the foot into the hand and pull the heel towards the outer hip. Is that better with the inside? Well, you can experiment with holding the foot with the inside of the outside. Yeah, it might be a balance issue too. Loose. Rough. I always do this uh, now, like with the twist, holding it with the opposite arm, but I feel like this is more effective with the same side arm. Can anybody feel that? Or, you know, it brings something different to the table. That is more difficult for me at least. Okay, press the foot into the hand, so keep that tension there as much as you probably don't want to do that. I know I don't. And then let the foot go when you're ready. So 
Uh, press it back, switch it out, go through the whole rigmarole of lifting the left leg and then lunging it forward. And then knee to the floor in your lunge. I'm going to bring my left hand to my left thigh and then look back over my right shoulder, bend the right knee, point the right toes. First I'm going to grab the inside of my foot and then I'm going to do the outside because I feel like brings, both bring something different to the table. Melt the hips down and forward. Oh, I remember we used to do this against the wall. That was pretty effective. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that again someday. So if you want to switch it up, you can bring the hand to the outside of the foot. Either way, kick the foot into the hand, pull the heel towards the outer hip, melt the hips down and forward, square the chest forward. If you'd like, even pull the rib cage back, lift the chest up. that go and just take a seat okay let's see how this goes so um, can I borrow your strap here I'm gonna get a strap and I'm gonna make a loop in it um, start with a you know decent size loop maybe a 12 inch wide loop and I'm gonna have that nearby and I'm gonna set up for pigeon pose, but instead of trying to get my shin parallel to the top of my mat, I'm gonna point my toes and bring my heel, my, I'm gonna start with my right leg, I'm gonna bring my left heel towards the front of my, uh, my right heel towards the front of my left hip. Okay, so we're setting up for king pigeon pose. I can already tell that I'm gonna flop over unless I get something underneath my hip, so. I'm gonna take a blanket, or I, I took a sweater, but a blanket would be good too. So underneath my right hip, track my left leg back, have my loop ready in my right hand, point my left toes, pull my heel towards my hip, take this loop around my, uh, what's that foot? My left foot. Okay, this is gonna be complicated if you are listening. Um, I'm going to have the strap around my foot and in my right hand. So the strap is around my left foot and my right hand. I'm going to uh, draw, circle my elbow towards the ceiling and then reach back with my left hand and grab another end of the strap. Curl my chest towards the ceiling, pull my head and my foot towards one another. Okay, so that's an approximation of the pose. Well, that looks beautiful. Oh, <laughs> thank you. I've done that in a long time. I used to miss that pose a lot. Okay, so uh, if you want to uh, approach this from down dog, you can uh, lift the right leg and lunge it forward. Otherwise, just bring the right shin forward, track the left leg back. And then again, instead of this right shin parallel to the front of the mat business, just point your right toes and bring the, um, the heel towards the front of the 
opposite leg foot, so towards the left hip. And unless you can sit down on your right hip and have your left, the front of your left hip very close to the ground, then pad underneath your right hip. So it could be a blanket, it could be a sweater, it could be a bolster, it could be a block. So as much height as you need to, to be able to lift up in this posture and uh, stay lifted, stay balanced. Okay, so then point your left toes, bend your left leg, take the loop around your left foot and hold the strap, hold the loop with your right hand. Draw your right arm towards the ceiling, right elbow towards the ceiling, and then reach back with your left hand and try to grab the loop. Draw your left ribs forward, lift through the back of your heart, melt through your hips, wrap your left hip forward, wrap your left hip back and down, and then head towards the foot. Oh boy. Good. Nice, everyone. Oh man. Okay, when you're done experimenting with that, uh, let it go. And then find your way out of there. Good job, everyone. Nice. Thanks for being game. Uh, okay, we got a second side and left leg forward. Who knows? Could be a whole different ball game on this side. Uh, heel towards the hip. Keep the toes pointed. And again, so if the left hip is um, way off the floor, then pat it or give it some blanket, give it some block, give it some height. Track the right leg back, lift the chest, scissor the legs together to lift through um, the lower belly, lift through the heart, and then point the right toes, take the loop around the left foot. So, you know, if it's hard to grab that loop with the left hand, then make the loop bigger. If you want to go deeper in the pose, the loop gets smaller and smaller until you can grab hold of that left foot. Okay. Then elbow arcs out to the left and then up towards the ceiling and then reach back with your right hand. Elbows towards the sky, chest lifts. Lift through the back of your heart and then tilt the head towards the foot, pull the foot towards the head. When you don't want to do that anymore, you're not dead. Yeah. No. <laughs> if it kills your back, don't do it. That's my. That's that's the short answer. Okay. So great job. Come to wide-legged child's pose. So take the knees as wide as your mat. Bring your big toes to touch. Sit your hips back towards your heel, and extend the arms forward. Bring your forehead or face to the floor. Settle into your hips. And then walk your hands back towards your knees. Bring your knees together. Sit your hips heavily back towards your heels. Angle your upper body to the left at about a 45 degree angle and then walk your chest at that angle to the left. 
Keep your right hip tacked back and down, and then reach through your right fingertips. Bring your forehead towards or to the floor. Shift your belly, your chest towards the left thigh. And then deep breath along the right side body. And then walk your way over to the left. Reach out through your left fingertips. Tack your left hip back and down. Shift your chest over the right leg. Then deep conscious breaths along your left side. And then back through center and swing your legs out in front of you and come to lying on your back. Bring both feet onto the floor as you bend your knees, draw your right knee into your chest, interlace your fingers behind your right thigh, and then extend your right leg straight as you press your thigh into your interlaced fingers. Reach up through your heel, pull back through your toes, and then with your hands, push the head of your femur bone towards the earth. Then take the left hand to the outside of the right leg, either the uh, thigh or the calf, and then start to uh, extend the left leg straight, move the right leg at a slow angle or a gentle angle to the left, so keeping the back of the right hip down, and then press the leg into the hand. So now the leg is pushing to the right, even though it remains at the angle but the hand is not letting it move that way. Widen the right outer hip towards the left foot. This is one of those poses that doesn't look like lots going on, but uh, that's not what's, <laughs> that's deceptive, but lots going on. And then release the right leg down. Both feet on the floor, then left thigh into the chest, interlace your fingers behind your left thigh, extend the leg straight, reach through the heel, pull back through the toes, press the thigh into the hands. With the hands, pull the femur bone down towards the earth. And if you'd like here, you can extend the right leg immediately or wait. I forgot to say that on the first side. Actively push through the heel, pull back through the toes. And then take the right hand to the outside of the left leg, keeping the back of the left hip on the floor, angle the left leg over to the right. It could be 15 degrees, it could be maybe almost as much as 40 degrees. Okay, hand to the outside of the shin, knee, or thigh, and then push, what, create resistance there. So leg pulls back towards the left, but the hand stops it from moving that way. Extend through the leg, widen the outer left hip away from your face.
and then release the left leg down. Both feet on the floor, feet parallel to one another, heels hip width distance apart. Lift the hips, lift the hips towards the sky, and then set them down. Let's do that a couple more times. Lift the hips, and then set them down. One more time, lift the hips, and set them down. And then bring your knees into your chest, Hug them there, flatten your back body along the floor as you grip wrist, forearms, or even elbows. Lengthen the back of your head on the floor, back of your neck on the floor. Try to flatten your back body on the earth as you squeeze your thighs into your chest. And then take hold of the outside edges of your feet, coming to happy baby pose. Soles the feet towards the ceiling and then rock one knee towards the floor and then the other. Shins perpendicular to the floor. And then make your way to lying on your back, force of asana with that, whatever support you would like. Um, maybe something underneath the knees, maybe yes, a blanket underneath the hips, legs up the wall. Maybe Baddha so feet together, knees apart with support underneath the knees. Or just straightforward, lying on your back. So wherever you choose to land, close your eyes and surrender. Surrender to these last few minutes of class. So can you continue to be here, in the room, on your mat, in your body, when there's nothing left to do? Again, use the tool, your breath as a tool. And here, can you observe the breath without being part of it, without directing it? A challenge in itself.
groove. Move your fingers and toes. You can make circles with your wrists in one direction, with your ankles in one direction, and then in the other. Rock arms, rock legs, rock the back of your head from side to side. And then one at a time, bend your knees. Bend your right arm along your right ear, roll onto your right side, and rest here. Transition back out of your practice. Press your way into a seated pose. Remembering connection to the earth, connection to the sky. Rooted seat, tall lifted spine, broad chest, palms together in front of your heart. We'll close practice with a single sound of OM. Exhale and inhale.